0: Five years ago, I came to Egypt from Saudi Arabia to attend university, and I moved in with my older brother. That's when both my brother and I realized a very, hmm, how do I say this? Peculiar Egyptian tradition that I like to call the Baweb phenomenon. Baweb is Arabic for doorman, and he, along with the residents of the neighborhood, played a very crucial role in the life of any female millennial. Of watching her every
1: move. I mean sure at the beginning it was hard to find an apartment due to uh, some people not being comfortable with a young single man uh, living alone in a family building. But... It's only when you moved in that they started causing a lot of trouble.
0: Yep. That was my older brother, Muhammad, who was just as aware as I am of the boeb phenomenon and how it has caused my parents to enforce rules on me that I never had before.
1: For starters, you have a ridiculously early curfew.
0: Like Cinderella, if I'm not home by the stroke of midnight, let's just say I'll be in a lot of trouble.
1: And they don't let any guys drop you off.
0: May I add that I'm also not allowed to go out with a guy without the presence of another female?
1: And you can't sleep over at your friend's house.
0: Seriously, no sleepovers. And he forgot to mention that I cannot even think about asking my parents to travel alone.
1: Like all these ridiculous rules that really don't make any sense just because they're afraid of what others may think. Because what will the neighbors say when our daughter comes back home in the middle of the night?
0: So why did my parents suddenly enforce rules on me that don't make any sense to us millennials? What's even more confusing to me is how the rules are expected of me, but not of my brothers. So why? My parents are not sexist. They never differentiated between my brothers and I, and if they ever did, it was in my favor. So I reached out to my mom, who still lives in Saudi Arabia, to try to have a better understanding.
2: The whole idea behind... Banning girls from doing things they like or doing things the um, people around them don't like is to avoid consequences.
0: My mom did not grow up in Cairo, but in a conservative city called Mansoura during the 70s and 80s. And she had much more restrictions growing up than I.
2: My mother used to make comments on every single thing I, um, I do. Like she used to make comments on the way I dress up Um, The way I talk, the way I walk, the way I sit, the way I laugh, it's like everything was like, no, that's not nice. So people will have a a bad idea about you. So almost everything was banned, actually. During uh, these days, I was not allowed to wear trousers. (laughs) Like people think that girls wearing trousers are not polite enough or are not well-mannered. I was not allowed to wear makeup uh, and my latest to go back home was eight and in fact I was not also allowed to go out like daily as you do now maybe once a week or once every couple of weeks so it was so strict in fact
0: but growing up, my mom didn't think about those rules as obstacles because she believed that her generation was at liberty compared to her mom's generation in the 1950s.
2: When I recall the old movies, like uh, show, uh, those movies showing the older generations, like the generations of your grandma or even older, it was horrible. It was really horrible. Like the girls wouldn't, uh, were not allowed to open the window or uncover their faces.
0: Although this discrimination forced some Egyptian women at the time to demand freedom, the progress made by famous feminists like Durreya Shafi and Hudal al came to a halt when Abdel Nasser became president in 1956. And although Abdel Nasser never advocated against women's rights, the increased censorship during his presidency slowed down Egypt's feminist movement. So should it come as a surprise to me that today in 2017 the Bawaib phenomenon is not just an unspoken law, but is an actual written law? Probably not.
3: There is article 18 from law 136 for year 1981, if the premises were used in ways which caused discomfort to other people, other tenants with you in the apartment, or finally, if it's contrary to public morals, for this area especially it needs to be a final verdict from from an Egyptian court. So it has to go through all the jurisdictions. It has to be a case. It has to have a verdict to actually be able to get kicked out.
0: This was Omar Helmy, a lawyer at one of the biggest law firms in Egypt. And he explained that although the law does not directly state that people can be kicked out of their house for their personal decisions, the tenants can still turn their personal decisions into an issue of indecency.
3: There's one way of getting through it which is through like a part like tenants' meeting, there would be a head of the meeting, and they would create a vote. They would vote on it. Like uh, if the majority of them vote that this is not within the public morals, or they don't meet certain, uh, they don't meet the certain qualifications or requirements that would allow them, or would cause danger to their lives, or would uh, give them discomfort, they have actually the right of kicking them out.
0: This extreme desire to not only know what women are doing in their private lives but also to intend to harm them with the information is definitely an aspect of society that seems to be changing. It's just not changing quite fast enough. For the Ehkia Musr podcast,
3: I'm Minna